Welcome, everybody, to the latest edition. And yes, this is what you all have been asking for since last week. This is part two. Try. You better bring your own fork, bring your own plate, because we got the pastor in the building, Arthur Davis, Omaha's finest, the voice of the people, the voice of the voiceless. He is in the building. We got Laverne, LV, current Golden Gloves champion of the world in Chicago, Allen in the building, and, of course, the leader of BNB. Folks, the one only guy, Bay Jack. Uh, Pastor DeArthur, how you doing today? We know you're live on location from uh, the TBC store. How are things going? How are sales going today? Well, they're going great today. I, I thank everybody that came down, and tomorrow will probably be, even be busier. Absolutely. Uh, Bob, are you with us? Can you hear me? Yes, I am. What up, BNB Nation? It's good to be here. And it's great to have you, Bob. Always wonderful to hear your voice. And the reigning Golden Gloves champion in Chicago, Illinois, and the Chicago Land area. LB Allen is in the building. What up, LB? What's good, y'all? How you doing? It's wonderful to hear y'all. Hello, D. Arthur. All right. And and do we have anybody else on? Is, is Mr. J or Mr. Fed, Mr. Feder on? Anybody else? Okay, John. We'll start now. And if they Welcome in. Uh, and I'm glad, fellas, I think we have a better connection this week than I can let everybody go ahead and cook on it. Bob, we have July 29th. Uh, we have the fight of the decade, the fight of the century, the probably the maybe the biggest fight in boxing since the Thrill in Manila. Uh, that's right. Crawford from Omaha, Nebraska, North Omaha, Nebraska. Third KOs against Dallas, Texas' own Earl Spence Jr. Uh, to me, again, like I said, these are, you know, these are two, the criminal crim the best of the best in the boxing industry. Bob, what do you feel? We haven't really got your thoughts since that last show. Have you kind of looked over a little bit of both gentlemen's history, or what do you think now? And, of course, you – Ridiculous. Because Terrence is 35, Spence is 33, and I've never seen a age disparity of, of a, a year and a half or two years made such a big deal. But, Bob, I'll, I'll let you take over. Well, I mean, there's a lot of hype for this fight. These are like the biggest fights since probably uh, Mayweather, Pacquiao, Mayweather, and Conor McGregor. I know those fights had a lot of hype to it. Um, I, I don't know. Just having two guys who are champions, they have a bit of a, you know, a beef going on. Uh, I I don't know. I I just I think they're about evenly matched, and it's gonna. I know it's cliche, but it's gonna be whoever's you know the best form I think is going to win that one because I could see that fight going either way. Mm. Pastor DeArthur, how do you feel about Bob sentiments? And did you, and I did, I didn't mean to cut you off during last show. I know you had a good ending. Can you elaborate more on, I know, of course we know that you're leaning towards Bud and his Southpaw style, but what is it about strategy uh, Pastor, that you think will make him prevail over Earl Spence? Well, he got a lot going for himself. Earl Spence is a good boxer. Don't get me wrong, but he got to bring his A game uh, because Terrence been training for this here fight over two years, and uh, it is what it is, you know. So definitely, absolutely. And I, as I, I'll just chime in. I'll let the champ go last. But you know, uh, Diarta has uh, back in two thousand and fourteen after. Bud defeated uh, Gamboa in that thrilling match right here. Then Quest Center, uh, I kind of kiddingly joked with him after we had watched the uh, NBA draft that weekend, and 
I said, well, when are you going to fight Earl Spence? And he said, you know, it's coming soon, I think, or it's coming. So I, here we are nine years later, <laughs> and uh, we are here for that matchup. So, uh, but right. Champ, I'll leave. And Champ, what, and I, Champ, how do you feel now? I know we've had another week to digest LV. Uh, you are the current reigning Golden Gloves champion, and you being in the industry, being in the profession of, of the fight business, how do you feel? I know you, a lot of people, like Bob said, it can be well, both ways. I think both gentlemen will get knocked down one at a piece. I think Earl will get Bud. I think Bud will get Earl. But have you had any other change of thought, LB? Actually, no. But I did not know that Bud didn't have a fight in two years. So um, he was training two years for this fight, which is fine. But he didn't have a warm-up fight. So there's going to be um, – he have. Spence, Spence the win, he got to start off strong. He got to just come at Bud because Bud takes a while to get it going. Uh, I think he takes like four rounds to start getting going. But um, he hasn't had a warm-up fight. So this is going to be, I think, Crawford uh, going to lose this one. I did not know that. Well, LV, can you elaborate on that more outside of the layoff? What do you? What is it about? I don't know that now DeArthur and maybe Bob can elaborate after that. But just in my naive opinion, not you know, I'm a – boxing fan but not I'm a novice myself I think that I've heard Bud speak on several occasions about technique about why he does come out kind of slow out the gate so to speak and he uses the first four or five rounds and it's kind of and again I know LV you're not among this crowd but I hear a lot of the the YouTube people on different channels that are anti-Bud try to use that against him but I mean in the past I remember seeing Tim Tim uh, Andre Ward, uh, other names like that. Some of these guys, maybe they didn't use four or five rounds like Terrence, but they certainly took one or two rounds to fill the other person out. And you being a student of the game, LV, I know you told us in past episodes, you studied the Sugar Ray Leonard's, you studied the Marvin Hagler's, uh, Tommy Hearns. How do you think about that? See, me, if I know somebody took a couple years off and that's all you've been doing is going to the gym, getting different sparring partners, Every sparring partner does not fight like the person that you're about to fight. So you have to come at different angles. You don't have some people that are fast, uh, people that don't hit hard that are fast. You have people that hit hard but not fast. So uh, Crawford's one of them people that hits hard and he's fast. So you got to, you know, <laughs> so your sparring partners don't have both. So you coming out out of two years of layoff. He's, he's not Mayweather. Mayweather was in prison. They came out of the j uh, jail. And how to fight new one. So um, people that do does that struggle in the beginning rounds. Um, like I said, Spence start off strong. Crawford doesn't. But I think he, um, if he knows his opponent, he should start off fast, but he's not. Javante Davis, when he fought um, Ryan, he started off slow too. And then he, knocked, uh, he stopped him in the eighth round. Mm. That's a terrific point, LV. We want to thank everybody here for listening live right now on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Again, you're listening to the Beige and Brown Podcast. You can find us at, on Facebook, Instagram, uh, and Twitter, and soon Snapchat. It's just Bajek and Brown. That's B-A-J-E-K, brown like the color. And we want to thank Bob. We had a couple new subscribers, and, you know, I'm out and about all the time. Uh, we want to thank uh, two local legends. The Arthur may know them, uh, Miss Tiffany and Kim uh, Prater, uh, Tim uh, Barrett, Tiffany and Kim Barrett. Uh, they were two sisters that were locally in Omaha. I uh, happened to run into them and they subscribe to our podcast. I definitely want to thank 
two on the two other hoopers, Gunner and Kinsley. Uh, they were at a local playground playing. They subscribed. Uh, we want to thank uh, many people in Illinois there uh, for subscribing as well. Uh, and Bob, what do you what do you uh, follow up on? What we're definitely here at the champ LB. His points about the strategy. How do you feel about that, and how that will affect the uh, the fight as well? I'll, I'll let Bob go first, and then uh, pass to the Arthur. I do. Okay. I do think that you want to um, lengthen the fight, like especially if someone hasn't fought for a while, you're gonna maybe wear them out, and then you could win on technique points. Uh, you know, it, it's very hard to knock somebody out early in a match, and if you expend that power without landing that killer punch, you know, it's gonna you know, you're going to be at a disadvantage because if you're, you know, missing or not hitting well, you're going to get uh, deduc deductions for bad techniques. So, mm -hmm. I mean, lengthening the fight, I could see being at an advantage. Plus, like, if someone has was on top of their game and they haven't fought for a while, I know this is cliche, but if anybody's watched, like, the Rocky movies, and I know <laughs> they based it off boxing, you know, like when Rocky yes, yes, in Rocky three, he got his ass kicked by Clubber Lang, or, like, when... um Apollo Creed tried to fight um, that Drago guy. I know it was an exhibition, but he was thinking about a possible comeback. You know, unfortunately, he got killed. And it's just like, even if you're a champion athlete and, you know, you might train here and there, but if you haven't done the fights, you know, you might lose to somebody who's more polished and, and hungry. I think that's a solid anal analogy, Bob. That was wonderful. Uh, Pastor, do you He might have had a little, he might be busy there and uh, taking care of a customer there. But Jumma, we want to uh, again. We you know we talked about the the fight a lot, and uh, I don't know uh, Bob or uh, LB if you had a chance to watch the summer. We kind of transitioned into a little bit of NBA briefly, uh, and I didn't get a chance to get Bob's sentiment. Uh, LB, I don't know what, what have you. How much have you seen of uh, Victor Wanaba, the seven foot five Frenchman oh, from yeah, I say San Antonio? What what are your thoughts on him so far? Man, people ain't gonna like this, what I'm about to say, but. Preach it, Vern. Preach it. All right. He's good. But he's going to be a he's going to be the next Yao Ming because Yao Ming been in the league eight years and retired due to so many health issues. Victor LB Wan Yao Ming's in the Hall of Fame, sir. I know, but Victor Wang <laughs> he won't have that type of career where um, he's going to be in the league that long. And people are probably going to hate that, but he's not going to be in the league that long. Look how skinny he is. At least Yao Ming when he came in there, he was way bigger than uh, Victor. Sure. Uh, and Bob, Bob, I'll be very brief. I, I, I kind of agree with Vernon. I don't know if he's going to be have a short career, but we saw last year Bob, Vernon, DeArthur, uh, Chet Holmgren in the frame, seven foot two, and he he hurt his foot in the summer league and missed the whole year. So LV does make a terrific point. Uh, Bob, how do you feel about that? Well, um, he does have some very good points just on frame and all that, but I do think if you weight train and have uh, good nutrition, you could balance that and maybe he could gain some muscle. The one thing that I was impressed, I watched um, even the first game, you know, I watched highlights of that. I know people said, oh, he only scored nine points, but there were just these good traits about him. Like, I, I like how, mm. um, you know, he was pretty fluid in the post. Um, I know he does have a height advantage, but he still had almost like, uh, just kind of like a guard-like control when he was going up to the basket. Um, he did have a – I know his last shot was a four-point play. Um, and then, you know, he was a big presence defensively with five blocks, and then he was altering shots. So mm -hmm. even though he didn't, quote-unquote, dominate point-wise, like he still had a good imprint. Plus, it was his first game. You know, you're going to have jitters. He's only 18, 19 years old. LeBron um, did. 
LeBron scored 20 points before he came in. <laughs> but Burn, That's true, Burn, but the Burn, second, the second yeah. game, the second game, he did score 27, 27 points. points. So, yeah. But and Burn, I mean, like, the, man, the man's only been in the country for about five days. He didn't, <laughs> I don't think he's even got the, uh, the French fries off his But did you hear what he said? He said American basketball is too lax. He said um, European basketball is a lot harder than the NBA. Same way Luka Doncic said. Luka Doncic has been uh, battling, but now they're starting to foul him a lot harder. Well, Luka Doncic and James Harden both need to get in shape, but I, that's for another day. But that's <laughs> for and that, that's coming from somebody that's fat and overweight myself, so I need to get in shape with him. I, I guess I'll be right there with him on the treadmill. Yeah, but Victor, uh, I give uh-huh. Victor a good seven, eight seasons. Well, that's enough to get in the Hall of Fame. I mean, we've seen, like I said, I don't, I don't agree with some people then, but you know, we, we got to remember, guys, it's the. Uh, the basketball Hall of Fame. It's not the NBA Hall of Fame. Yeah, they, so. they include high school, college, and international, yeah. I believe. Pastor DeArthur, are you still with us? I mean, you might be out there uh, working at uh, help us. Are you still with us on the line? Okay, he may uh, have dropped off there. And, guys, we, I, I, we're getting sort of close of the show. Um, live here to the Beige and Brown uh, podcast. We want to thank you t- for listening to the Fish Fry episode part two. We're getting ready for the big fight on July 29th between Terrence Crawford and Earl Smith Jr. The two uh, two of the best in the business, both undefeated, uh, both KO Kings. And we know the extreme power and uh, ferocity, as Vern mentioned, of Earl Spence. We know the um, the unique and crafty style of Terrence Bud Crawford and you know, to be able to be on uh, boxing orthodox, southpaw, and switch to traditional stance. So it's going to be the fight of the century as everybody uh, wants to be. Um, we want to thank you again for listening uh, on our new uh, radio as well. Again, we want to thank uh, owner Travis Taylor locally in Omaha, Nebraska, and Council Bus, Iowa. Uh, definitely go to Primo's Restaurant. If you go to uh, Primo's Omaha Mexican Restaurant at 5914 Center Street, uh, you can do the watch party for the Crawford and Spence fight as well. And, Vern, you mentioned to us a where should you go to watch it at? Piazza. Piazza. Is there any anywhere else, Brian? You got a second one? You, you're going to put in the town there in Aurora, the town over there on a, or saddle up, anything? Uh, it's, uh, right, ne- right across the street from uh, Fike, uh, Fike Valley Mall. Absolutely. And we, we want to respect everything. Definitely A-Town, a great suburb of, of Chicago. A lot of great athletes out there as well. And in closing, fellas, uh, DeArthur I definitely had to take a call and get some customers. So we want to appreciate Pastor DeArthur Davis from North Omaha, Nebraska, the voice of the voice, voiceless, the people's, the people's champion there as well in North Omaha. And in closing, any uh, closing thoughts, Vern, on the fight or anything else we covered today? Um, my prediction will be Terrence if he wins by knockout, it'll be within the 10th. Okay, we're gonna leave it there because you didn't switched up already, just like Stephen A. Smith. So now you're predicting a no, Bud no. Crawford victory. No, Hallelujah, no, no, no. Jesus! Sorry, 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 Hallelujah! No, you can't go back now. It's on national radio. It's no, on the internet. It's, it's I was, there I was forever. Bob, did you hear this? We got him, Bob. We got him. <laughs> he said no, he was distracted. I, was, yeah, oh. I got my wife in the car. Hello to your beautiful wife. Tell her hello. <laughs> I know she's got a mean left hook too, and she'll knock me out too. But yeah, I meant to say Spence will beat right. Terrence Crawford. Wifey, you, you heard what he said. He said Terrence Crawford in the tenth round, and we hold him to it. Bob, go ahead and take over, sir. We hold him to it. I'll, I'll hold him to it. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna go. I'll go with Team Crawford on this. Maybe I'll switch too. 
I'm, I'm proud of y'all. Thank you, Jesus, Lord. I'm, uh, I might go to church tonight or somewhere. I might open a building. This is the greatest <laughs> podcast I've ever heard in my life. Y'all didn't come over from the dark side. Neither both y'all from the Midwest, and y'all going for somebody down south. That's a damn shame. Um, anyway, folks, we want to thank you again. That'll wrap it up for this edition of Bayesian Brown. Again, we want to thank everybody in Illinois, in Lincoln, Omaha. Thank you again to Pastor DeArthur uh, for joining us. Again, folks, stay tuned for our next episode. Uh, coming up soon, we will have a uh, uh, former guest, uh, current guest of the show, uh, former FIBA pro Gregory Smith. Uh, we also have his brother, Coach Dwight Smith, who will tell us about his his recruiting summer. And also, we, folks, get ready. We do apologize for the uh, Jelani Johnson episode. We had some technical difficulties. We'll be re-releasing that as well. Again, folks, stay blessed, stay healthy, stay hydrated. We out. Coach Jelani, I said, what's up? JJ, Coach Jelani, what's up? Bob Bajek, you're going to close BNB Nation? This is a wrap tonight, boys. Hallelujah. Right. Tans Crawford, baby. North Omaha. Woo!